1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Football with Ray. My name is Ray. Why don't we get this little introduction going? And then I will be able to get the show going. Thanks to everybody who's tuning in live here on YouTube. Thanks to everybody who's tuning in live on Twitter. Thanks to everybody who's tuning in live on Facebook. You can get this stuff wherever you. Go, let's get it going. So, so the Patriots and the Bills will be facing off in the playoffs on Saturday night, actually, so we don't have to wait till Sunday. One of the lucky fan bases that get a, a Saturday game. Uh, congratulations to the Buffalo Bills, who are your two-time back-to-back AFC East division champions. Now, I think as a Patriots fan, it's safe to say that We've never necessarily taken the division all that serious because, well, we kind of just won it every year. So there was no real reason to take it serious. However, after not winning it for a couple of years, don't really like it. Don't really like it at all. Patriots do have to travel to Buffalo. And of course, the last time they were there, it was a 80 mile an hour windstorm. Things did not go well for the Bills. Mac Jones with the ball three times. I'd almost say that's when things started changing. That was the seventh win of the seven-game winning streak for the Patriots. They won one game after that when they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. However, I'd say the last two weeks, the Buffalo Bills haven't looked great either. Three weeks ago, they beat the Patriots at Gillette Stadium. Uh, the Bills sort of looked like the team that we thought perhaps they are. And then they didn't look great against Atlanta last week. And then really, the score isn't in indicating that they were good against the jets either it was a close game for a lot of it and i think at this point it's kind of fair to say that the patriots and the buffalo bills are both kind of limping into the playoffs and maybe bills fans won't want to admit that but the patriots for their part haven't looked the greatest they've won two of their last five one of their last three or one of their last four i apologize And then on the Buffalo Bills side, I mean, they struggled against Atlanta. I know Josh Allen ran the ball a whole lot, but they didn't look great against the Jets yesterday. Now, I only watched the extended highlights. I didn't get to watch the full games. They're playing at the same time as the Patriots. However, I think it's fair to say both teams look a little bit different. Mac Jones maybe hit that rookie wall. The biggest difference, though, between both teams is there's no real expectations on the Patriots, right? The Patriots are playing with house money at this point. Nobody had them as favorites coming out of the AFC. Maybe a playoff team, probably, maybe not. Here they are house money. Whatever happens, happens on Saturday. You win, great. You don't, successful season. Buffalo Bills, hmm. A lot of Buffalo Bills content creators told me that it was Super Bowl or a bust for the Bills this year. So when you talk about pressure going into a playoff game, there's a lot more pressure on the Buffalo Bills than there is on the New England Patriots. I think the New England Patriots, for their part, get to go in and play pretty loose. You want to talk about not playing loose? You want to talk about a team who blew every opportunity they ever had? The Indianapolis Colts. Before we even talk about what happened Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars, let's let's rewind to last week. They play the Las Vegas Raiders. A team that I think a lot of people believe um, they probably should have beat, right? See, for the last two weeks, the Colts were in a position, win one of your last two games and you're in the playoffs. You lose to the Raiders, okay. You can stomach it. You got to head to Jacksonville. They haven't won in Jacksonville in a long time. A little bit of a voodoo down there for the Colts. Ah, But Jacksonville's not a good team, right? There's no way, no way you're going to go down and lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not only did the Colts lose. Like, they didn't even put up a fight. I don't think there was a time at all during that game, even when it was only 7 nothing, when it was zero zero, and Jacksonville was marching the field against Indianapolis. I don't think there was ever a time that I sat back and thought, oh, the Colts are going to come back. Jonathan Taylor still ran well yesterday. I think that's lost on a lot of people because of the loss. Jonathan Taylor, I think, averaged like 5.1 yards per carry, but he only ran the ball 15 times because the Colts got into a position that they had to throw. I don't know how Colts fans feel today. I don't know how great you feel about Carson Wentz, Hell, uh, but man, there's a lot of questions in Indianapolis right now. And I know it's a split there. Either you're a Wentz fan or you're not. I- I'm too, I'm not, I've paid attention to the Colts. I don't think I paid attention to them not to have a strong opinion. I got to go back and watch some games over again, but I watched a lot of that Jacksonville game and it was not good. And I think that the Colts the Colts, should be embarrassed. It was pathetic. I mean, I don't think I'm overreacting by saying that that game was awful. Jacksonville went in with nothing to play for, and sometimes that's the most dangerous teams. But I think as the, the Colts win one game in two weeks, going down your last five games of the season, the Patriots were your only real challenge. And you didn't get past, you only got past them. You couldn't get past the Raiders. You couldn't get past Jacksonville. I mean, for the Colts' sake, they're probably just happy that the Steelers won and they didn't have to go through what happened on Sunday night football versus the Raiders and the Chargers because there was a probably they would have gone through what the Steelers had to go through. But a a disappointing end of the season. And I, I think they absolutely have to be embarrassed. And thanks for everybody who's tuned into the podcast tonight. Don't forget, hit that like button. Hit subscribe if you're watching on Twitter. Subscribe if you're watching on Facebook. Follow or follow, whatever. Subscribe on the podcast, all that kind of stuff. Make sure you hit that like button. Helps with the analytics. Appreciate everybody. Appreciate everybody who's here in the chat right now. But I want to talk a little bit about that crazy, wild Sunday night football game. A game that I jokingly said I want it to... I wanted the Raiders and the Chargers to tie. I wanted them actually to take 15 kneel downs each because that's what it would take to tie the game. And then it got into overtime. They both kick a couple of field goals. And then it looked like the Raiders were actually willing just to run out the time. It looked like they were like, you know what? All we need is a tie. We're not going to do anything stupid. We're going to run the football. Chris Collinsworth was making the argument of, man, do you just take a knee here? Just run out the clock. And then in my opinion, the unthinkable happened. 38 seconds left in the game. Five seconds left on the play clock. It seemed that the Raiders were just willing to concede a tie. And Brandon Staley calls a timeout. And you kind of saw Derek Carr go to the sidelines, like hands in the air, like almost like, why are they taking a timeout? Go back and watch the the, the replay. If you don't believe me, he does. And then for me, like it was from that point forward that they were ready to go for it. I think that even Derek Carr kind of said like, yeah, change the mindset a little bit. Jacobs has a great run, gets to the 30-yard line. Carlson comes out, field goal. Chargers season's over. Steelers fans who had to have just been flipping. I mean, my best friend's a Steelers fan, him and I were texting back and forth. It was insanity what was coming out of him. And so he he does that. He pops in, you know, and, and it's over. I got to put it on Brandon Staley, man. I mean, I don't want to, but he's had some things. He's had some things go under pressure. He's made some decisions here that are comf- that are that are questionable. Blew the game against the Kansas City Chiefs. That would have made this game useless, by the way. And I think he blew their opportunity. Now, listen, I'm all for a coach standing up for his player. Bruce Arians came out today, said that it would be a travesty if Tom Brady wasn't voted as the MVP over 5,000 yards this year, the only 5,000-yard quarterback in the NFL. It's a tough case, though, right? I think that that Colts game yesterday, Jonathan Taylor is no longer in the conversation. And I was a big, big advocate for Jonathan Taylor. I thought all they ever do is talk about quarterbacks. All they ever do is, is talk about Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. That's all I ever heard over and over again. And I thought, no, nah, not nah, Jonathan. But I think the game yesterday, Frank Reich's fault, I think that took him out of contention, especially with the Colts not making the playoffs. I get Tom Brady's yards. I get what he did. And I get that he did it with not a lot of help. I and mean, a lot of injuries this year, the whole AB thing. Gronk missed a lot of the season. God went out with an ACL. Evans missed time. I think Aaron Rodgers leads like almost every other statistical category. So I'm not entirely sure where to go. I think my pick is still, I get, listen, Bruce Daniels is going to, is going to support Tom Brady. We know, we know he's going to support Tom Brady. Why wouldn't he support Tom Brady? Right. But I also think that you got to look at Aaron Rodgers You got to look at what he accomplished. You got to look at all that stuff and just understand that, man, he's probably the MVP this year. And I know that there's Brady fans, Bucks fans, Patriots fans, every fan that doesn't want to admit that. But it's the truth. It is. And, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know how you can make an argument that it's not Aaron Rodgers this season. We got a really good show ahead of you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Talking Football with Ray. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Talking Football with Ray. And believe it or not, my name is Ray, and I'm going to be the one talking football with you. Before we got to the show, you need to remember that we are talking about a kid's game that's played by grown men. So sit back, relax, don't take yourself too serious, and let's have a little bit of fun in five, four, three, two, one. Zero. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Football with Ray. My name is Ray. Hope you enjoyed my 10-minute intro. I don't usually take the full 10 minutes, but I took it today. I got a good show ahead of you. Hopefully, we're going to have Dean Blundell pop by in a minute. He should have been here a minute ago. It's fine. We'll figure that out. Connor's coming in at 7.30. Going to talk about the Patriots and the Bills. And uh, what a wacky day in football. Mike N is going to be with us at 8.30. Just talk about the wackiness. And Black Monday today. Brian Flores out. In Miami. To me, that was the shocker of the day. That's the one I don't get. I want to talk to Connor about that one too, obviously. Right? Big news. That one I didn't get. This one I got. (laughs) I got Mike Zimmer being out. Everybody wanted Mike Zimmer out. Chiefs and Steelers this weekend. The TikTok Bowl. Could be my all-time favorite, favorite meme I'd ever seen. The TikTok Bowl. That sunday night game though man wow so my buddy i was talking about it in the intro my buddy's a steelers fan and he showed up my buddy's a steelers fan and he i i texted him at some point and i was like oh man i'm like the fucking I'm like the fucking raiders are gonna fuck this up for you and he's like what are you talking about and i was like dude like the chargers are driving he goes, fuck off! I turn the game off. They're up by, they're up by fifteen. I'm like, well, dude, they scored a touchdown, got two points. They're driving the field. They're driving the ball down the field. First of all, I don't know why. I don't know why Justin Herbert did. Doesn't just imagine that it's fourth down every fucking play. Because from first to third down, it's like he had nothing. Like he really had nothing. All of a sudden, it's like fourth and 29, fourth and 10. Boom, he converts it. Just absolute insanity. Absolute insanity. Delusional Patriots fan says We joke about the Dolphins firing the flow. It has to be one of the most poverty moves we've seen in a while. Yeah, I I don't get it, man. I really don't. I mean, another winning season, right? Like, who's going to be better? I heard there's a lot of internal conflict. That's what that's the reports out there. There's a lot of internal conflict between floors and ownership, and you know, it kind of is what it is on that standpoint. But I also believe that I think the 2 thing was a problem. To be real. And we'd heard that the, the quarterback situation was one of those problems. Fucking, you had Tango Tagovaila, you took him in the first round last year. And then you're trying to make an upgrade for Deshaun Watson, who I think ownership really wanted. And because of that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to hear more as more comes out. But this has been a weird year with coaching. Like, when you think about Urban Myers and just the fucking disaster in Jacksonville, like, when all those stories came out, he kicked a fucking player. Could be one of my my favorite things I ever heard in my life. But, yeah, just, just really... Uh, I didn't get to move. That was one. Like, I was waiting for a whole lot of different things to happen today. But Brian Flores being fired. Not one of the ones I saw. Not one of the moves that I saw saw coming. Edward says, I know our D was better with Flores here. Yeah, and I saw another, uh, I think it was McChicken. Who dropped it and said, Bring Flores home. Didn't they do that a couple of years ago? Maybe not a couple of years. Didn't they do that with McDaniels when he got fired from the Rams? They brought him in for like a playoff run. I don't think he came in as the OC, but he just came in as like a consultant, came in as like another coach. Could have Matty P and Brian Flores as the uh, special assistants to Belichick. How fucking nuts would that be? Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I don't get, I don't get the move. But what's your guys' opinions on the Indianapolis Colts? Because that's the one. I mean, you want to talk about? So I, first of all, I was right. They did it with McDaniel's 2011 or 2012. White Sosa says Flores will get another head coaching job. I, I he could get another head coaching job this year. He may not have to wait. He may not have to take a coordinator job. Like, there's positions available out there today. You know, there's a lot. Of, you know, Zimmer gone today, Nagy gone today. Like, he could get another job today. Let's talk about those Colts a little bit. I mean, I think that we all knew there was a possibility that. I think we all knew that there's a possibility that. he could that sorry i'm losing track of what i've seen here i think there was always a possibility that the colts could lose that's what happens when i have like 10 thoughts going on at one time but i think the bigger piece wise i don't know man i don't know Roy, uh Roy is saying that there we go. Uh Flores had to attested for PEDs four times from April to June. Flores didn't want to uh, Flores can't test him for PEDs. So that's bullshit. Sorry, Roy. Organizations don't make the decision to drug test. They can't just drug test people. That comes from the league, that comes from the NFL. So I don't know if you made that up or I don't know if you read that somewhere, but that's bullshit. You, Flores can't do that. What else you guys got? I got nothing. I'm killing time right now. Mike Larry says now Finn's won Harbaugh, the college coach. Former, obviously, former San Francisco 49ers coach. Got Michigan to the playoffs this year, beat Ohio State in the Big Ten championship. Something I didn't see coming. But yeah, it's um I think that I read today that he's not interested in the job. That's what that's what I was reading or they're not he's not on the list. I, I think that there's going to be I don't know, I think that there's going to be a lot of rumors out there as there is all the time. And you kind of got to be in. I want to I bring up my boy, Colts Loyalist here, though. You can find him over on uh, the Colts Law Podcast with Lawrence Owen. It says, we got beat by two interim head coaches in the last two weeks. In fairness, though, I think, uh what's his name, Bosca or whatever, the Raiders coach, he could get the full-time job now, I think. The Colts blew it, man. I saw a headline today, and it was like, the loss was embarrassing, pathetic, something like that. And I was like... Man, I was like, that probably describes that game fucking perfectly. Like, did anybody really turn around and think they were going to lose the game? I mean, we knew the record. We knew the thing. They got the voodoo for Patriot fans on here. It's the same shit as when the Patriots got to play Miami. Right? Like, it's that same bullshit. But, fuck, not with the playoffs on the line, right? Or the Raiders, like you win one of the two games, you're in the playoffs. All the Colts did was screw up the Patriots, beat the Patriots on Saturday night, screwed up their seating, then they don't even make the playoffs themselves. And I got Lawrence on tomorrow, and he has already said it's going to be an R-rated show. Which I think is just fucking spectacular. I think that. Did anybody see that tech, that that tweet that Lawrence put out a few weeks ago? I had bookmarked it, and I'm gonna message him tomorrow, and I'm gonna ask him if he how how over the loss he is, and that's gonna be my indication about whether or not I I poke fun at it. But if you guys remember. Pre the Patriots game, a boy put out a tweet saying that the Colts are going to win their next five games. They're going to sweep them. And then right before the Raiders game, and I had joked with them and said, I bookmarked it. And when the Patriots beat them, I'm going to fucking rub it in his face and yada, yada. We're just, you know, we're friends. We're just fucking around. And right before the Raiders game, he, he doubled down and he quote tweeted it. And he was calling on the people. Oh, everybody said I was, they were going to fucking bookmark it. Where are you now? And I wanted to say, ooh, Lawrence, don't fucking double down when you still got two games to go. And he doubled down. He doubled down and it didn't age well. And then he doubled down again and it didn't age well. And they lost to the Raiders and the fucking Jaguars. And he, uh, Lawrence was on his channel yesterday doing a live stream of the game, live reaction on his YouTube channel. And he is so chipper before the game starts, you know? I ended up throwing him like a $25 super chat. But we were, uh, I threw it out at him. Yeah, But uh, I'm watching him. He is so chipper. He's so fucking just hyped, ready to go, having a good time. And you just watch, like, the depression set in as the game went on. And if you just, like, scroll through that shit really quickly and look at the box when it shows us, like, the changing scenes, you just watch his whole demeanor just drop. And, like, you kind of just watch him give up on life (laughs) at that point. Oh, man. And, uh... What do they do with Carson Wentz, man? White Sosa put it up here. So Wentz isn't it. And I'm going to be interested. I'm going to talk to Lawrence about that tomorrow because I'm going to be very, very interested to see what Lawrence has to say about it. Because Lawrence has been a pretty staunch Carson Wentz defender. I think it was like two weeks ago and I asked him like, Hey, was the trade worth it? Cause I think now the Colts have to give up the first round pick. It was a conditional first. And he was like, yeah, yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it. Uh, Colts is in here. I'd like you to drop a comment cause I'd love your opinion on it. Was it worth the first round pick for Carson Wentz? Do you do you believe do you believe that the Colts can be successful next season with Carson Wentz as the quarterback because it kind of seems like you're locked into it now. I don't think you can get off of it. I'm not entirely sure what his salary cap is, but I'm not entirely sure you can get off of that that contract. I don't know. Guys, want to take a quick 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 break here. Here from my sponsors over at Ultra Game. Hey. Talking Football with Ray is brought to you by my partners over at Ultra Game. Guys, gear yourself up with NFL and NBA gear from my friends over at Ultra Game. They're one of the largest distributors of licensed NFL apparel in the U.S. Listen, you know when you're grabbing your gear, you want it to be licensed. None of that knockoff junk. It doesn't matter who you cheer for. They have something for everybody. So go gear yourself up today with Ultra Game. I've left that link in the description. You know how you can tell that I've just given up on life That I cut ad promos from my kitchen now And I got that mic sitting right there In case I need to cut something quickly uh, But always appreciate my people over at Ultra Game Make sure you go get all your NFL apparel Doesn't matter if you're a Page fan, Colts fan Dolphins fan, Bills fan You can grab all your stuff over there from my partners over there They're sending me some stuff that I'm going to show you next week they uh they got some they got some cool shit going on over there. All right, it's now 7:25 p.m. Eastern time. So one of two things happens. I realized I sent a bit of a confusing message. But it's either I got stood up by my boss or he's going to show up at 7:30 and we're going to have a double whammy, but I'm going to bring in my man, my boy, the former co-host of Dear Pat's Nation, the if I get my way, soon to be host of Connor Commentary. You can follow him at Twitter, at DP, or at Connor Commentary. Ladies and gentlemen, Connor Carney. Connor, what's going on, buddy? How are you?
2: Good, good. How are we doing? I'm here.
1: Did you just clap for yourself? I did. I, you got to be your own biggest fan, right? You do.
2: Round of applause.
1: So I need to answer a question. You and I were going, we're talking on Twitter last night publicly, it wasn't a private conversation. And I said, Do you want to know my New Year's resolution? And you said, Yes. And I didn't. Oh, tell.
2: yeah. You never told me, though.
1: My New Year's resolution is to break you down and break have you me. come back. Come back as the full. <laughs> That's not a resolution. Co-host. That's my resolution. <laughs> I need you back as my co-host, I'm and re- I'm gonna. A resolution is supposed to be like you're gonna do something better. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be better than just myself. Okay. <laughs> That's How a mean... good resolution, I guess. How do you feel after the uh, Dolphins lost yesterday?
2: Ah. Uh... Not great, but, hey, the season's over, man. It's all one-game seasons from
1: here. So let me ask you, though. Are you worried about the Patriots losing to the Dolphins heading into the postseason? Not a great way to go in. And let's face it, I mean, they they won two of their last five, one of their last four. Only team they beat up on was the Jacksonville Jaguars, but I'll tell you why I love the NFL. I tweeted this yesterday. The Bills and the Colts beat the Patriots. The Jaguars beat both the Colts and the Bills. And the Patriots dropped 50 on the Jags. So, like, the NFL is just awesome when you pretty break much, it
2: all down. P- Yeah, pretty much. Everything's everywhere. That's how it always is every year, I feel like, especially at the end of the year. A bunch of teams that needed a win yesterday somehow didn't. Obviously, the Colts being a, a, a big one of them. It, it was just kind of different for the Patriots because they really weren't playing for much. I mean, deep down, I think we all knew that the Buffalo Bills weren't really going to lose to the Jets. So it was just kind of a ho-hum game. But they looked how they looked versus the Bills and how they looked versus the Colts. I mean, they haven't been right since the the bye week. I don't know what it is. They they just, they're not playing very Patriot-like football. You know, careless turnovers. I don't know what that turnover was at the 20-yard line where I don't know if it was Mac or if it was... Terrible reads. No, terrible,
1: yeah. terrible reads. Oh, which Chicked one?
2: The, I'm I'm saying that uh not at the, the third pick quarter. six. No, not oh, the no, pick no. six. I'm saying in the third quarter when they snapped the football and he basically oh. kicked it to the other team. I don't know what that was.
1: When Ted Karras was behind center, when David Andrews was getting equipment uh, done. Yeah, this the handoff just didn't happen properly. Yeah,
2: yep. And and that was just another careless, careless mistake, It just careless turnover, just things that the Patriots you would expect not normally to do. And when they do these things, they have no chance to win.
1: Well, and that's going to come to this question here. Now I did pre-warn you. I had some thoughts about Mac Jones. Yep. Nah, and, you I do said, too. and you said you're okay with it. Yep. Here's something that I think is, I, it was an observation I made yesterday. So, and then there was another one this morning. So I've kind of had two observations. Okay. The first one being this. So I see yesterday, I see this morning, someone tweets, you know, Mac Jones, the rookie quarterback, put the Patriots in a position again that they have a chance to win the game and the defense couldn't get the job done when it mattered most. I want to say, however, the Patriots defense led up 20 points yesterday in a 33 point loss. Yeah. And Mac Jones in the offense put the Patriots in that hole in position. And. I'm kind of sick of the defense being blamed as they continuously try to dig Mac Jones and the offense out of a hole. I also want to say that one thing we've seen over this, this let's call face it, this two and five stretch that the Patriots went through, that if this would have been weeks one to five, the season would have been over. People would have been outraged. You know, we, we, and I was, I was one of these guys. We kept giving Mac Jones credit, right? You know what? The kid keeps fighting. You know, even when he's having a bad game, we said it against the Colts, right? He's having a bad game. He keeps fighting, comes alive. Even in the fourth quarter, he got it together. Then they played the Bills. Ah, you know what? The kid keeps fighting. You know, he comes alive in the fourth quarter. And then yesterday, ah, the kid keeps fighting. He starts up. Well, you know what? I'm kind of sick of Mac Jones getting it together in the fourth quarter. And I think that we've put Mac Jones up on this pedestal and I'm not saying that Mac Jones is going to be a bad quarterback the rest of his career, but I think that we've at times lost sight of Mac Jones being a rookie quarterback. Right. And because of that, the expectations that go on him, however, like that pick six was just a terrible read. Yep. Um, To me, it's just he's already getting the Brady treatment in the sense where he gets a pass. And to watch people blame the defense for yesterday's loss irritated me. Because at the end of the day, the Patriots defense gave up 20 points. You should win if your defense is only giving up 20 points. You know what I mean? Like, and... I'm sick of hearing, oh, well, Mac put them in a position to win. Well, no. Mac went three and out three times, and the defense was exhausted. And then in the fourth quarter, when the other team's up by two scores or three scores, they go in to prevent defense, and suddenly the Patriots can move the football around again. And then they kind of come back, and then the offense brings it on to an exhausted Patriots defense. If you go back to the Dallas Cowboys game, where the offense came alive later and put them in a position to win. The Patriots defense was gassed by the time right. they got to overtime. They had nothing left, nothing left because they were on the field so much when the Patriots lose, they get outpossessed and more plays all the time. And I think that I think Mac Jones is a rookie. I think that he's done great as a rookie, but all this conversation about, Oh, you know, Mac Jones is going to win uh you know, Mac Jones is is, is going to be the first rookie to win a Super Bowl, and the other jokes aside, I know that we've made those jokes. But jokes aside, I think he's gotten too much of a pass this year, and I I think a lot of these losses, there's a lot of accountability that should be put on his shoulders. I'm going to yeah. turn the floor to you.
2: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, when you go back and look at a lot of these games, I mean, it's the fact that the Patriots turn the football over. And that's really the difference when Mac Jones or just the offense as a whole. Typically, it has been him, although they've had some some bad fumbles on offense at times, too. But it's when the Patriots turn the football over, they do not win. I mean, that's that's just kind of been the thing. I mean, we look at. The Colts game, he threw a bad interception down in the red zone. I mean, this isn't hating on Mac. These are just facts of what happened. And when you go back and look, when they make these careless mistakes, those an interception in the end zone, Bumbled the snap yesterday. Obviously, a very bad read, which led to a pick six. I mean, when you go back and look at their losses, they turn the football over. When you go back and look at the wins, they take care of the football. When they take care of the football and they don't commit stupid penalties, the Patriots win. I genuinely think if they don't turn the ball over and they commit one two penalties the entire game, they're going to win. They're going to they're going to beat the Bills on Saturday. It's when they turn the ball over they really don't have a chance. I mean, you can't just keep giving the other team, like you said, the defense on the field the entire. The entire time you can't keep giving them more and more opportunities. Then sure, at the end of the game in the fourth quarter, when the other teams play in prevent, they move down the field and kind of squeak back into it, which is what they've continuously done. But that's usually when they're down two to three scores. I mean, they that's been the key all year. Don't turn the football over and the Patriots almost always win.
1: Yeah, and you know what? And I mean, I made a joke after the during the Bills game, which infuriated too many people, at least in my opinion. Right. But I made a joke after the bills game and said, it's okay. Next week, we're going to blow out Jacksonville and we can all pretend that this Patriots team is elite again. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's what happened. Right. (laughs) And it's exactly what happened. And I'll also say to you, like, I, I believe that, um, you know, after that bills game, I turned around and I said, this, this team is the eight and eight team. I thought they were right. And, I think if other teams like the Cleveland Browns, the Indianapolis Colts lived up to expectations, the Patriots wouldn't have made the playoffs this year.
2: I mean, yeah. that's that's actually a good point. A lot of teams did collapse, although I guess overall the Patriots found a way to scrap their way in, and make it above teams like the Colts who couldn't get the job done when they had to. But this is why they're kind of, I feel like, limping into the playoffs. I mean, going down to Miami, losing, not looking very good, only having beaten the... Jacksonville Jaguars over the past four weeks, losing to the Colts in a pretty ugly fashion, not looking good, losing to the bills in an ugly fashion. I mean, they're, they're kind of limping into the playoffs here, but I guess at the end of the day, they've, they've done just a little bit more than even teams like the dolphins, teams like the Colts. They've done just enough to earn, you know, the, the six seed.
1: So snap time says, how many times did the dolphins punt once they punted four times? Yeah, they punted a few times. Yeah. So this is the thing. This is the thing that, that irritates me. They punted four times. The Patriots punt, only punted three times, but they threw an interception and fumbled twice.
2: Right. I mean, and that, and that's really the difference. That's really the backbreaker there is the turnovers. The Patriots need to win the turnover battle. Sorry, I mean, and I, I want to
1: point this out too. It should have been five punts, and it shouldn't have been a penalty, and it should have been yes. a stop, which a led of... to the, 14th, yep. the, the, the second score of the game. So I, this is where I get frustrated, though right? Or the defense couldn't stop them when it mattered. The fucking offense put them in no position. The fucking offense sucked. Okay. Look at, and and again, the stats are going to be inflated because of what happened in the fourth quarter.
2: And I just want to say that that punt was technically, should
1: have been technically a stop. The Patriots gave up 298 yards of offense. Right? Two hundred and ninety-eight yards of offense. They sacked to it twice. Yep. Like eight penalties on the Patriots. Eight.
2: It's the penalties. Eight the fucking penalties. Man. It really Five is.
1: Five turn or three turnovers and eight penalties. They had 26 minutes of possession offensively.
2: Yeah. If they do that, they have no they might as well not show up Saturday if they're gonna do that. If they're gonna turn the ball over three times and commit eight penalties, the, the Bills are gonna walk all over them.
1: You know. Dolphins seven for 15 on third down. I think that's good. Yeah. Oh, for one on fourth downs. That's good. The Patriots went 500, five for 10 on third down. Uh, I just, I think that, and this is it. This is, um, this is where I say Mac Jones is getting the Brady treatment. It was never Tom Brady's fault in new England after a loss. It was either Belichick's fault or the defense let him down or this and that. And I'm starting to see that same trend when I think we can say going back to the win game, when Mac Jones threw the ball three times, yep. he has not played a good game outside of Jacksonville. No,
2: no. I mean, the Colts game was not good. Obviously, uh, Bill's part two, not good again. Obviously, um, Jacksonville, the entire team just rolled right over him. I mean, you, we saw that coming a mile away. I, I knew that that was going to be a 30 plus point victory. Um, then, then yesterday, yeah, just, uh, I, another poor game and and i i don't know i don't know what's changed because in the core in the middle of the season when they went on that run they they looked lights out on both sides of the football I mean mac Jones looks phenomenal they you know held teams to single digit points they didn't let the falcons score a single point i I don't know what's changed they've 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 turned the ball over and committed too many penalties when it comes down to it let me tell you
1: let me tell you why this team pisses me off. It's this comment right here. The Patriots gave me false hope. (laughs) Yeah. Right. They did. They gave me false hope. I could have accepted this team winning seven or eight games this year. Mac Jones having a good game here and there. Mac Jones having a bad game there. Right. And I think. What's got me is, is I'm back to the point. I'm back to the point now where I almost got with Brady a couple years ago that I have to slag on a rookie quarterback, right? That I have to slag on a rookie quarterback because Patriot fans are blaming who I think I can't look at the defense and say they cost the Patriots the game yesterday no i really can't no i mean okay the the dolphins okay marched that first drive of the game yep right yep second score of the game was a pick six yep um the next score of the game i believe which was a field goal was a fake punt that the patriots stopped and a bogus penalty got called they gave up another field goal after that and that was it yep So to turn around and say the last drive of the game, you know, Mac Jones put them in a position. The Patriots were trailing by two scores the entire game. And that's not on the defense. Right. And it,
2: it seems like whenever they have a good opportunity to go ahead They've botched it recently in the past four or five weeks. And that's what happened again is they finally started to move the football. I think it was in the third quarter still. And that's when that fumble happened. They were down probably near Miami's 20. I mean, they were easily in field goal range and they were, they had momentum going. They should have made it a one score game right there. Instead, they fumbled the snap. They kick it right back to Miami and give them another opportunity. Uh, It's just, they, they have to protect the football. They can't keep giving the other team more
1: opportunities. Yeah, and I'm just frustrated of I've seen a lot of complaints this season about the Patriots defense. A lot. And I just want to look at something here. The Patriots defense is third in total yards, fifth and third down, second in points against, second in passing yards against. Yep. Let me repeat that. Third in total yards against. So th- third best defense in yards. Second best scoring defense. Fifth best third down defense. Second best passing offense. The Russian game is where they get hit a lot. They're the 22nd.
2: Right. Thankfully, Buffalo's not great at running the ball, but. I
1: don't know. Singletary went off for 100 yards a couple weeks ago. He did. He had a good game yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Just for me, I see a lot of blame everywhere else, and at some point, again, and Brady got the same treatment all the time. It was never his fault, and I can't believe that we're at a point where we're already doing this with Mac Jones.
2: Mac's got to win six Super Bowls first, where he
1: can get that treatment. Max going to want to play. No, you know what, though? But he could win 10 Super Bowls. Right. When the quarterback doesn't play well, which he didn't yesterday for almost over three quarters, that's fucking – I'm not blaming the defense on that game. Right. Yeah,
2: I mean, it, again, it's it's just turning the football over, and he needs to protect the ball. I mean, that's the only way that they're going to win or have any sort of chance in the playoffs. I mean, if if they don't, they they're, they're going to lose. I mean, they have to win the turnover battle every single game, especially against Buffalo, obviously, from here on out. Obviously, it's all one-game seasons going forward each game, but they lose the turnover battle once they're, they're done.
1: So let's talk about that. How do you feel about the Patriots facing the Bills for a third time?
2: That I honestly prefer that they face the Bills over the Bengals, to be honest with you, and I, the main reason is because of the way that they lost last game. I, I don't see that happening again. And obviously they won the first one, lost the second one. I think they're almost in a good position here for Belichick to be able to go back and kind of look at that last game and kind of figure out what they did and what they're going to change going forward. So I think it's almost more of a benefit than trying to go to Cincinnati and figure out a way to cover Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, Higgins, Joe Mixon. You know, And, and I just think Joe Burrow is, gonna, is on a little bit of a hot streak right here. But I, I mean, I, I would prefer it out of the two. I, I think if the Patriots win the turnover battle, they don't commit stupid penalties. They they'll be right there. They'll they'll probably win.
1: Are The Patriots playing with house money,
2: kind of. Yeah, that that too. I mean, the way that we looked at it, a lot of teams didn't expect them. I'm saying a lot of teams, a lot of people in general didn't expect them to make the playoffs. Probably a lot of teams in the AFC at the start of the season didn't. Myself either. included. Right. I I didn't really think they would. I thought they would be kind of in a similar situation, optimistically speaking, where they'd have an opportunity to do exactly what they did, go 10 and 7 and sneak in as a wild card as the sixth seed. And, you know, that's kind of what happened here, obviously. And now if they win, I don't think that many people are expecting them to do anything or to go far. So each win and, you know, if they keep going, the further they get, you know, they, they are playing with the house's money because they're expected to lose. They're the underdog for sure.
1: So let me ask you this question then: You just you, Connor, not like the way the fan base should feel, and that you, okay? So before the, I, I remember this conversation. I remember us actually talking to him. I remember now exactly. I think you did say ten and seven make the playoffs. I said eight eight and nine or, or eight or nine wins, not make the playoffs. Cause I remember having that discussion with you Would 10 games, be enough to make the playoffs. Cause last right. year, I, I, 10, 10 win teams didn't make the playoffs. i so remember having that discussion. Yeah. Uh, we expected more out of Miami. We expected more out of Cleveland. Yep. We expected more Definitely. out of the Colts out, out of Indianapolis. I don't even the, think
2: even the chiefs,
1: Yeah, I mean, we expected more to Denver. Like, there's a few teams that we expected more out of. A Baltimore, we expected more out of. Obviously, you know, starting the season eight and three and finishing what eight and nine. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, on the year. Bad collapse. Yeah, just awful, awful. But you said ten and seven, wild card team. You said that was best case scenario. That was you. You saying that was you being optimistic. You thought I was being. I think your words were raised, maybe being a little bit more of a realist. But I'm being a homer, and I'm saying ten wins make the playoffs good enough. Yep. Is it's still good enough for you now that we're here. Uh, five weeks
2: ago, I would have said no. I would have said that they need to they need to go on and and win and make a little bit of a splash in the playoffs. But now I think we're kind of realizing what what the Patriots are working with. You know, they they're still a year or two away from me hoping that they're going to be more at the top, winning the division, being a one, two, three seed, having a home playoff game. I mean, I'm, I'm, those are my expectations going forward, I hope, but now we're kind of seeing that it's the Mac Jones is a rookie. It's a bunch of these guys first year in the Patriots system. You know, they're, they're still kind of gelling as a team. I mean, it's, it's kind of what it is, what we thought it would be at the beginning of the season. They're sneaking into the playoffs here kind of limping in and, now from here, they're playing with the house's money. Try and make a run. And if if not, they were never supposed to be a Super Bowl contender to begin with. All right.
1: Let's get off the Patriots, shall we? Yeah. Just describe <laughs> what happened with the Colts on Sunday losing to Jackson.
2: <laughs> oh man. I am sorry to Lo- to Lawrence, man. That was an absolute debacle. I could not believe it. I was watching this game pretty closely. I mean, they started out, and I thought, okay, the Jaguars are coming out real fired up. You know, they're going to put a couple points on the board, and then the Colts are going to take it back and run away with it, and they're going to end up winning pretty easily. And then the further the game went on, and then going into the third quarter, Carson Wentz throwing the interceptions. The more that the the Jaguars are killing the clock. And then after that touchdown to Marvin Jones, where he tapped his toes in the back of the end zone, I'm like, oh my goodness, the Colts are going to blow this. They're going to miss the playoffs after they've made a a great comeback because to start the season, they started off very poorly, went on a huge streak, and then to end the season by losing to the Jaguars when all you needed to do was win and get in was was unbelievable. Uh, Congrats to the Jaguars, I guess. They won their Super Bowl yesterday. (laughs) Sorry to the
1: Colts. It's got to be a good feeling though, right? If you're the, if you're Jacksonville. Oh, absolutely. Just just (laughs) absolutely smashing your divisional opponent. Yeah.
2: Crushing their hopes. And what wasn't even a close game. I mean, the game was over at the fourth quarter.
1: If you were a Patriots fan or if that was, sorry, if that was the Patriots, not this season, yeah. Where I still believe they exceeded expectations, but uh, let's say two years from now, when we're kind of like okay, our window of opportunity is here, right? And the Patriots missed out on the playoffs by like losing to the Jets. What would what would, would this be an R-rated show? Because Lawrence it, told me I'm Lawrence said <laughs> I'm getting an R-rated show tomorrow. I
2: mean it. Would, it would have to be. I mean, imagine that the Patriots. I mean, they played the Jaguars last week and essentially they needed to beat the Jaguars to make the playoffs. So this week wouldn't matter versus the Dolphins. I mean, if we went back last week and they botched it and lost to the Jaguars, couldn't beat the Dolphins this week and somehow didn't make the playoffs after they basically already had it handed to them, I would have a meltdown then, never mind two years from now. I mean, fast forward two years and you're getting kicked out of the playoffs by the worst team in the NFL. I, I, I i don't know what i would do i'd be calling for somebody to be fired that's for sure
1: can we have a private conversation just you and i all right nobody listen for a minute while we're live <laughs> how do i address dean blundell's stiffing me tonight so he he, he did right he no showed me yeah he's supposed to be on at seven ten. Right. he retweeted it he retweeted I, it at like 6.55 he, he, he did
2: i saw it because i came on at 7.25 expecting him to be here waiting for the transition that you just brought me straight in like five minutes early yeah me so too. I'm like oh did yeah he, me too he, i was he, so thrilled he,
1: to see you because i didn't know what to do i at one point at like 7.18 i'm like i'm just killing time here guys like i had <laughs> i had nothing set up like i had everything set up for him like i had no plan <laughs> if he doesn't show up what do i do uh, I mean that's that's
2: an awkward one, man. I, I I don't know. Hopefully something came up where he didn't just forget about it and decide not to come on. Hopefully something not bad, really,
1: but I can't really tell him off, right? Like... Right. right. <laughs>
2: I mean that's definitely awkward. Maybe his car broke down or something. That's, I don't. It's... I I don't know. I'm trying to think of something to yeah give him yeah. A, a legitimate reason to.
1: Have missed the show. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, we should get back. I no, don't. no, let's keep the private conversation going for that. I still gotta talk to you. Okay. So when's uh when are you coming back?
2: Oh, 50 people are listening. I can't say.
1: No, come on, come on, come everyone on. Everyone has
2: to everyone has to leave. Just whisper it to me. Just whisper it to me. Except for McChicken.
1: Only McChicken? You well, one person left. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for chasing people for my thing. So you can't you can't uh you, you, no one's listening. No one's listening
2: they're all they're all listening man I no, no 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 they're
1: all they're all talking amongst themselves right now they're
2: yeah yeah they probably are they're all talking in the chat so how know. many times have you I and i have
1: done a fucking show and nobody's listening to what we say
2: <laughs> all, all the time
1: we're we're talking about like fucking cam newton and they're asking us about the stars you know?
2: <laughs> like... oh but to go back to the original question um january of
1: 2023 that's when you're coming back yep you think I'm still going to be around January of 2023?
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. Hopefully. I mean, that would be the telltale
1: sign, right? You, you think that I'm going to fucking keep your spot open for a whole another year? After I told you I'll keep it open for three months, you think I'm going to keep it open <laughs> for another 12?
2: I'm hoping by then I will be replaced by McChicken.
1: I don't think McChicken wants it. McChicken has a life.
2: Oh. Does he really? Yeah. Good for, good for him. I wish I had a life.
1: He's young. He has a car. Yeah.
2: I a car. I wish I had a car. A mullet. Touche. Touche. It makes sense. Did you have a mullet growing up? No, nah, I should have, though. I guess it's not too late. I could still get one, right? You could. So are there age requirements? Like, once you're, like, 21, you can't have it anymore?
1: I don't know how you show up to make a sale with a mullet, though. Inc- <laughs> like, if you are selling cars, I'd say it's okay.
2: I could I could have done it then.
1: Do you miss I the car, out on
2: the, I missed out on that window of opportunity. Uh Not really. Not at all? No, not really.
1: You never sit there. You never see, like, a Pinto drive-by or a fucking, like... Uh...
2: I mean, if I saw a Pinto drive-by, then, of course, because I know that's always been the thing. Ross has always wanted to see
1: me sell a Pinto, and I never like, did it. I never did it. I think I started the Pinto joke. <laughs> did you? I didn't start many of our fucking things on here. Like, even, like, my my catchphrase now, if you're all legit, kid, that, that was you. That wasn't even me, you know, yep. which, which I totally told people i was retiring that's your thing and then used it the next day and haven't stopped using it and <laughs> got a new merch line coming out that's the legit line so it's uh i don't even care to be real like fuck it i just uh it is what it is so so you're not coming back is what you're saying no nah, i said J- january of 2023 go fuck yourself January of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> fucking all right, let's. We should go back to the show. They're they're probably wondering where we went. And uh, yeah, it's true. It. I forgot
2: yeah. we were off the show. I'm
1: worried about Thomas. Where's he been? He's sick. Oh boy. Said that's it's not start. the. He said it's not the Rona. All right, that's good at least. But he, he couldn't come to our 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 hangout Friday night.
2: That's unlike and
1: him. No way. Well, he was sick. He warned me, and then he didn't leave a comment on today's uh, Patreon comment questions and and uh, things.
2: Oh, so he's sick sick. He's got the flu or something. Then
1: yeah, yeah, like he's sick sick. So that's, I think that's I not good. I have to worry about him, right?
2: Yeah, for the time being. I mean, hopefully, we go... hopefully, he makes a full recovery.
1: Delusional pageant fan says, "I don't want to go into the new season with Harry Bolden Hightower." <laughs> Uh, Did you not hear me read it? I don't want to go into the new season with Harry Bolden. Yeah, Harry, I, had
2: to, I, I had to think about what are you saying with the new season. So yeah, next year, twenty twenty two. Yeah, Nikio, Nikio, Harry, see you later. I mean, I don't know what to do, what they want to do with them. I don't know what Anquan. I don't know what Bolden's done. He's actually been pretty good, and he's a third string running back and mostly a special teams guy. So for who? Anquan I, Bolden,
1: I, I don't know what Anquan Bolden. Brandon An- Bolden's doing fantastic.
2: Say Anquan Bolden. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't, I don't know why Bolden would be gone. And I mean, Hightower can can come back. He's obviously starting to lose a step. He's slowing down a little bit, but he's still been pretty good. I I think they need to get younger at linebacker and should probably use a first round pick on on a middle linebacker. But outside of Harry, I don't I don't know about that. Nikhil Harry, we can cut ties. It's been too long. He's got too many chances. He's he's done.
1: Were you upset that he uh, was back against the Dolphins and Wilkerson was not? A little bit. I don't know. I I keep every time I see him,
2: I'm hoping that he miraculously makes a play. But, I mean, we, we got to give that up now. It, it is what it is. I gave that up after the interception where he didn't even try for the football. When it when it got batted up in the air and he just, like, walked to the sidelines. After that, I said, like, yeah, this guy's never going to do anything.
1: Tell Ray to kick rocks.
2: Boston sports talk. Ray. Kick rocks. I don't know in what regards to, but they want you to go outside, find some rocks, and kick them.
1: Do you have is any rocks? Is he telling me to leave my show?
2: Is <laughs> is that what he's is that what is implying? I don't know. I thought he wanted you to go outside and kick a rock.
1: Does he think this is your show?
2: Apparently, I guess every I guess whenever it's Monday night, I just take right over.
1: Austin Sports Talk have his own show. Quite
2: possibly, I don't know.
1: I found a ringa Murph's Murph's card town and sports shop. Nice I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. Oh, I got a DM. Not Dean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He just, he just didn't give a
2: fuck. He just didn't come on, huh? Oh,
1: man. Oh, man. No, he just said, fuck you. Whatever. <laughs>
2: Shit happens, right?
1: Again, what, what the fuck am I going to do?
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know.
1: Oh, man. Um, what did Terry say? What is this dude talking about Bolden is the one holding the offense together. John Smith has been a no-show, and James White is out for the year.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, Bolden's filled in fine. I, I really have no complaints against the guy. I, I don't know where that one came from. I mean, obviously, it's Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, a fantastic one-two punch, but Bolden's done a great job whenever they've called on him. He's he's done fine. I don't, I don't think he's been an issue at all. Yeah, Johnny Smith's been a disappointment at this point, and yes, James White's obviously been out for the year. Is it? John Smith, or is it Josh McDaniels? I don't know. That's a good question. I, they've, they're finding a way to get Hunter Henry involved, obviously, but I don't know about John Smith. They keep All they do with him is those end-arounds. They do an end-around, and he gets a rush like once or twice a game, every game, and that's about it. I don't see him being involved in the passing game, and I don't know what it is if Josh McDaniels just isn't using the guy. I, I, I don't know. I don't get it.
1: Would you say it's fair that the Patriots and the Bills are both limping into the postseason?
2: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean the Bills obviously a little bit stronger off that win, but they the Jets hung around for a long time yesterday.
1: Yeah, I think that score is not indicative to how bad the game was for Buffalo.
2: Right, the they, score
1: makes it look like they had control the whole game. I don't think they did.
2: No, they they hung right in there. I mean, it was like thirteen to ten for the majority of the game. the The Jets were really within striking distance the whole time. They they played them pretty close. And yeah, I don't. I don't think Buffalo is necessarily rolling right now. They're they're not. They're not coming in on a hot streak. That's for sure.
1: That's what I'm looking for. What's your reaction to the Dolphins firing Brian Flores? I
2: I, I didn't get this one at all. I was expecting a bunch of people like Mike Zimmer to be fired. Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, Zimmer, Nagy, those were Nagy. Like, yep. This, I can One.
1: Like, how does? Matt rule, keep his job in Carolina, but Brian Flores loses his job in Miami.
2: Absolutely bizarre. I mean, there's got to be something more to the story because he's had what he's only been there for two years. Right. And they were both fairly successful seasons. I mean, especially for a team that's more in a rebuilding mode, three seasons. They drafted a rookie quarterback last season, obviously. And then to his second year, this year they went on a huge streak. Made it made what almost was a, a miraculous comeback to make a push for the playoffs, beating the Patriots a bunch of times. I I mean, I don't, I don't know what they wanted from this guy—a perfect season or something. I I don't think it was Brian Flores at all. So I think he's getting railroaded over something else.
1: How much of this do you think had to do with hold the Sean Watson thing? Because my my take on it is, I think Flores wanted Tua, right yeah maybe but,
2: there's got to be more to it it can't just be based off his coaching
1: there was apparently a power
2: struggle right which would make sense i guess i mean maybe yeah, him and the gm hate each other or something that's the Could, only thing that i would make sense
1: so with this again i guess this would be another belichick disciple not having success after leaving new england
2: yeah i'm i mean at this point it's has anybody left New England and done well? I
1: argue that Bill O'Brien did.
2: Bill O'Brien, okay. He the Texans did make the playoffs a few times with him. They they've actually the Texans were regularly a playoff team. They'd, they'd somehow make it and usually not go very far, but they were regularly successful.
1: I would argue that Bill O'Brien, the coach, was good. Bill O'Brien, yeah. the general manager, right um, for that one season, was oh my god.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and an absolute disaster. Obviously, then the team turned on him. He lost the locker room, and everything went downhill very quickly from there. But prior to that, they
1: were always a good team. They really were. Well, you, it's 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 interesting because they they played in the playoffs against the Chiefs the season before. Yep. And then they have like a twenty-one nothing or twenty-eight nothing lead or something to start the yep. game. Yep. And then
2: they they botched that.
1: The Chiefs came back like in the first half. It wasn't even (laughs) like they came back in the fourth. Like they came back in the first half. And then I think at the end of the day, like the Texans got blown out. It wasn't even close after that. And it was almost like that was the collapse of the Texans. All of a sudden, DeAndre Hopkins gets traded in the offseason. You know, everything just goes fucking haywire. And then J.J. Watt has a screaming match with him in the middle of the field. And next thing you know, he's gone.
2: Yeah. They, that's a good point. I forgot all about that, but that 100% happened. Yeah. They, they were winning. I think it was by 21 points. And then I think, uh, the chiefs literally put up 21 points in the second quarter alone. And from there, they, they ran away from it and ran away with it in the second half. And the Texans literally never recovered. They have not recovered since.
1: Well, no. And that, that's the thing. That's, that was my whole thing. Like it wasn't like a fucking second half comeback. They came back in the first. Like imagine going up twenty one nothing and going back in the halftime tied. <laughs> that's that's what it was.
2: I mean, that's got to be backbreaking. I mean, that was two years ago when the Chiefs' offense was the the highest powered offense I've I've ever seen. At some point, I mean, back with like the 0-7 Patriots where Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, they just scored at will.
1: I do want to get back into this, but I don't know if you saw this today, just because we're. We're on to the Chiefs. I gotta, I gotta, just show you something. What do you think? Of TikTok
2: <laughs> who, who made this?
1: <laughs> I think NFL memes made it. Wow! Well, shout out to them. <laughs> this is awesome. So, so I gotta ask you: Does TikTok have to get on this now and, and have send something to the winners?
2: Yeah, they they gotta make something. This is a great opportunity for TikTok, being one of the biggest social media platforms, to take advantage of this and make some sort of joke. I mean, they can't pass
1: this up. All right, Connor. I just got to take a quick break here from my sponsor, Symbol. We'll come right back, okay? All right. Hey, guys. Let me just take a few seconds here and tell you about my sponsors over on Symbol. If you've thought about investing in the stock market, but you're worried about making an investment because maybe you don't know enough about investing, or perhaps you're just not ready to put your money into crypto, why not invest into something you know all about, and that's the sports market. Symbol brilliantly combines sports betting and investment into all-in-one place. On Symbol, you can invest in your favorite teams like the New England Patriots or take a long-term investment on teams like the Jacksonville Jaguars. Show your sports know-how by buying, trading, and selling shares in all of your favorite college, NFL, Major League Baseball, and NBA teams. You can also earn money for every win. You can invest in-season or out-of-season. It's up to you. Buy small, sell big. This is not some week-by-week gambling site where you can drop a wager on one game. This is your chance to be in it for the long haul. Be cautious, be aggressive, be a homer. It doesn't matter. Symbol is there for you to find the value and try to make you money. Symbol is offering an absolutely crazy promotion that I think they're insane for offering. However, click the link that I've left in the description and use the promo code DPN and Symbol will allow you to make a completely risk-free deposit up to $500. Use the promo code DPN and your deposit will be risk-free for 90 days, meaning if you lose money don't like the market, don't like the website, whatever reason, you can withdraw your entire initial deposit no matter what. So go check out what I think is the coolest gambling and investing site in the world. I've left the link to the Symbol website in the description below. So I suggest you go check it out and show the world your sports know-how and how savvy of an investor you really are. Go check out Symbol by using the link that I've left in the description and make sure that you use that promo code and that promo code DPN and make a 90-day risk-free deposit for up to $500. Can I speak in code? Yeah. Because I can't really say what I want to say publicly. Did you see my private chat to you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, all right, then. <laughs> yep. You know, sometimes you just want to... That's awkward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just hoping that it's been a busy night and that nothing gets noticed. (laughs) (laughs) It's out there. It's definitely out there. It's out there. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's. it's... Fuck me, it's out there. Oh, it's going to be a fun conversation tomorrow. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, we can go off now. No one has any idea (laughs) what we're talking about. I love when we, okay, can we start telling people that you and I used to have conversations all the time cryptically that they had no idea what we were talking about and we were just, they thought we were talking about, they knew what they were, we were talking about, but
2: now we just tell them they're not allowed to listen. Then we just start talking. Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Joe. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, buddy. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate
2: you. McChicken with the eyes. He's watching us.
1: What does that mean? No idea. I think it's maybe the it's a VOD. I think he means pod. Oh, okay. Delete the pod. Right. You heard the man from our boss. Uh, Daniel Terry says, bring B-Flow back to New England. Let Jared Mayo or Gerard Mayo go to Denver. What do you think about Mayo? Uh, yeah. Being, I... being swooned by Denver. I had not really thought about it until now.
2: I, I saw that earlier that, that someone mentioned that. Um, I mean, to bring Brian Flores back, let's do it. I'm down. I love Brian Flores. What's he really going to do, though? He's got to have an opportunity to be a, a head coach somewhere.
1: Like with the Patriots, how significant of an impact would it be if he came back to the, the Patriots?
2: Uh, I know. Right, Right now, I feel like... Bill Belichick's mold and Steve, Be- Steve Belichick, and he's kind of somewhat involved with Gerard Mayo. So I don't know what would happen if Gerard Mayo leaves, but.
1: Can you see the chat? Are you still logged in, or are you, like, just a guest now? No, I can see the chat. Okay. Do you still see me, like, in the waiting room? Like, we're still, like, you still got all the the capabilities of doing things? I think so.
2: I don't know. I forget how everything works. <sighs> I missed this. Why you do, you do you need me to do something important?
1: No, no, nothing important. I just
2: <coughs> Are you leaving? No, I just had to move. <laughs> I,
1: I, I, I just leave. Fuck him. I was just gonna get up and go. Fuck him. I'm <laughs> out. I'm
2: <of here. laughs> like, hey, screw it. Dean didn't show up. I'm just gonna walk off.
1: Just, so just, Joe did tell Dean on Twitter. Asked him where he's at. He straight up called him out.
2: Said, hey, cool. where are you? What's your problem? Come on now. You
1: called out uh, my boss on Twitter. Nothing better. So just, that. Went straight,
2: just went straight forward. You got to respect it. <laughs> you do got to
1: respect <laughs> it. Uh, B Dog, appreciate your uh, super chat. Thank you. B Dog says, uh, have we talked, is it Mac Jones' fault? We have. What's your we opinion, have. though? We could always go back to it. I mean, are you getting back to the swinging things, Connor? We'll talk about things we talked about 10 minutes ago, and we'll just keep talking about the same things over and over again. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Hey, should the, should the Patriots start Cam Newton and sit Mac <laughs> Jones this year?
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, we got to prepare. I mean, knock on wood, hopefully the Patriots are going to win on Saturday. But if if not, we we got to be ready. This is what we're going to have to do.
1: No worse than you guys calling Gillette. That was the fucking greatest <laughs> content. For those of you not on Patreon, you wouldn't have seen it. That could be by far the single greatest piece of content.
2: They didn't put Bill Belichick on the phone, which would have really made it the best. No, we couldn't even get his extension. No,
1: they gave us nothing. No, I we just kept... think the person hung up. They did hang up on they us. They did hang up, didn't they? They, they put you in circles, all these different voicemails, and then hung up on you. Yep.
2: I call I call because I want to talk to the coach and give him some advice, and that's what they do to me. That's how they treat us over there at Gillette Stadium. Yeah. I'm yeah, boycotting yeah. them. Gillette Stadium or the Patriots? Gillette Stadium. Fenway Park would never treat me like that. If I called Fenway Park and I told him that I wanted to speak to Alex Cora, they'd put him on the phone.
1: Well, at, least fucking- put
2: me, at least give me his voicemail. It's a fucking landmark, dude. That play, it really is, dude. They're historical least,
1: fucking landmark.
2: They'd at least say, dude, he's not here right now. Here's his voicemail. I mean, they, they, over there at Gillette Stadium, they don't even let you leave a message
1: for Belichick. What did the guy call Gillette Fenway that got you all worked up? A dump. A it's dump. A dump. It's a beautiful, beautiful it's a, park. It's, it's a historical fucking landmark, dude. It really fucking is. Guy, this man is calling it a dump.
2: <laughs>
1: it's a nice place. <laughs> it's yeah it's a nice place it's a nice fucking place (laughs) were you drunk you had to be drunk in that video right of course i think you started off with what the hell is this that was that's how it all started that was the best part of it (laughs) now i got a question for you is that you in character
2: or is that you actually upset no it was me upset i mean fenway park (laughs) it's historical landmark man i love that place now if you were sober
1: if you if you were sober would it have been the same reaction no probably not i wouldn't have cared so that wasn't, so that wasn't character. That was drunk Connor reacting. Yeah, reacting to people insulting Fenway Park. Do you know what I feel like? I feel like that conversation happened at the other side of the room and you just stopped whatever you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and fucking That's probably how
2: it went. I just hear, hear
1: from the other side of the room.
2: Well, Fenway's obviously a dump.
1: Uh, Joe says Are the Patriots uh, missing Edelman and White's leadership on the sideline and in the locker room? Truthfully, I don't know. Um, I I don't know if you guys know. I've noticed this, but I've made a cautious effort this season not to talk about the Patriots locker room unless it's something they're talking about. If they would have came out and said, "Hey, we're missing Edelman and White leadership," then I would have discussed it. Uh, I'm not allowed in the Patriots locker room. I don't know Connor might be. He's got his connections. But no, I mean we're not. They hang hang up on us at Gillette Stadium. So I don't. I don't know. You know, when we talk about leadership, there's a lot of leaders on that team. And uh yeah, I don't know. Connor. I, I don't think that's the difference this year. I mean, they're
2: kind of missing James White, obviously, as a playmaker out of the backfield. I'm sure that their leadership wouldn't hurt, but I don't think that's gonna be like any sort of a difference that's gonna carry the team any farther. I I think they're 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 pretty good. They got Matt Slater, you know. They got guys hunter henry's been around not with the team but within the nfl bill belichick josh mcdaniels guys that have been around forever i i don't think that's necessarily what would push this team over the edge i think this guy owes you some money doesn't he oh somebody i forget dude the guy he messaged this me on tw- messaged me on twitter yesterday to say that i i was correct he said he said uh he predicted eight wins, and I predicted 11. The Patriots finished with 10, so I was closer. I got that victory. I thought it was like six wins. He did say something low. So I remember, something uh, low. Something low. low.
1: He says, uh, Ray, do you think that the coaches will ever trust Mac Jones? Connor, do you think the the, the coaches will ever trust Mac Jones?
2: <laughs> They're going to have to. They're going to have to at some point. I mean, I, if if not, I mean, what are, what are we doing here? Is... You gotta trust your quarterback. You gotta let him let it rip sometimes. I mean, you can't be
1: a rookie forever. Thomas says, uh, is flow returning to the is B flow returning to the Pats? We Maybe. said we
2: would do it. Yeah. I mean, if he wants to, come on back.
1: So B Dog was late. Connor, do you think that the rookie wall <laughs> is real for Mac? <laughs> Somewhat, we, yes. I think we both said that Mac's at fault for a lot of what we've seen. Yeah,
2: I mean, obviously he he went on that tear in the middle of the season where everything was going right, and you know he's making a bunch of throws that that worked out well. And obviously now at the end of the year he's he's ran into what can only be summed up as rookie mistakes, making bad reads, turning the football over in the red zone. I mean, I I don't think that it's necessarily going to be like the downfall of Mac Jones and he's not going to be good anymore. But yeah, we've definitely seen that he's made some rookie mistakes for sure, especially over the past five weeks
1: yeah and again i think a lot of our conversations tonight stem from me being upset with how people are reacting and blaming the defense for everything and mac jones getting the pass when he's not not been good the last few weeks if you rewind about you'll hear it all 45 minutes (laughs) we went into a very very long uh explanation
2: Oh, snap! Time has a great, great question. After Mick Chicken
1: says Gillette Fenway. What? Fenway staff oh. tried kicking me out for wearing a Yankee suck oh. shirt. Boo! Boo! Yeah, that must be the
2: most recent soft Fenway Park or something. Yankee suck. Chancer. They're okay, going gonna- on when they're playing the Blue Jays.
1: We're gonna. Uh, we're gonna do a big old throwback to the Deer Pats Nation days. Nice. Does anyone know if Mr. Stoopy <laughs> yes. burned yes. his Mr. season Snoopy?
2: tickets? Oh, Mr. Stoopy has to burn the season Mr. Stupe, tickets, right? did he say to, if yes. they make the playoffs or what was he, it?
1: Or if I was No, right he was like, going to burn them before the season. If they cut Mac Jones, he was going to... Or if they cut Cam Newton, he was going to... No, what was it? If they didn't fire it? Bill Belichick, he was going to burn his season tickets. <laughs> Remember when we called him Mrs. Snoopy for like Oh yeah. Um, for like a month? That. That's what I thought even, it was. And he thought we were being a dick about it, but we didn't even Right. No, I had it was no idea. Mr. Snoopy. <laughs> His name uh, was Mr. Snoopy. It's Mr. Snoopy. all we know. he hasn't been just, around. We just enjoyed saying
2: hey. I <laughs> think <laughs> I think uh whoever it is, they 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 disappeared. Okay, so let's go back to this. Defend Fenway Park. I mean Park. Fenway Fenway Park I don't know who knows what McChicken's doing he's probably there with his mullet causing problems you know trying to cause a ruckus and then he blames them for kicking him out for wearing a Yankee sucks shirt when he's actually throwing eggs at people on the field that's my guess. You think he was throwing eggs do they do that Some, at Fenway? I don't know maybe McChicken
1: was the first. What's the craziest shit you've ever seen at Fenway Park?
2: Hmm, that's a good question I don't know. People definitely have thrown things on the field. I don't know about that though. The best was when the guy threw the pizza at the other guy, but I wasn't there for that. That was absolutely phenomenal.
1: Oh, when he interfered with in when he interfered with the play. Yeah, uh, the, the other guy—you
2: just see it. He just throws a piece of pizza at the
1: other guy. And I love that the announcers did like a frame-by-frame a frame breakdown of it. Look at oh, the pizza. They loved it. They loved oh, yeah. it. <laughs> Uh RIP Jerry Remy, man. He went back and did
2: a legit break by play, play by play breakdown. Yeah, that was him. He
1: was one who's yeah. like, now look, here comes the now pizza. Here comes the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> him and Don are oh, Those are the days. And that, just so you know, like that highlight there gets played here in Canada all the time, like on like our top 50. 50- Moments and that kind of thing, like on TSN here, so like that has gone viral all over everywhere, all over the world. Oh, oh, oh yeah,
2: I mean, and and rightfully so because that was absolutely hilarious.
1: Can I ask you a real question, like baseball question?
2: Yeah. Are we gonna have baseball this year? I would think so. Why are they gonna? Oh my goodness, there's a lockout. I They're still in lockout. That. Oh my goodness, and we've I heard nothing about that. I've heard nothing. I've heard nothing.
1: I forgot it was even a lockout. Wow. I, Aussie baseball has started. I don't know. I, I think I told you that I watch Australian baseball as well in the winter, like winter ball. Oh, nice. For the last two seasons, it's been canceled because of COVID, but this year they're doing like little tournaments, like it was the Melbourne Challenge type of thing. Yep. But I want Major League Baseball back. I just, yeah. Like, that's, we should be we should be talking about spring training kicking up in like eight weeks or something like that. Like,
2: yeah, I mean, literally in February. Obviously, it's pitchers and catchers, and then everything gets started. I mean, yeah, they probably should be they should be ready to go in eight weeks spring training.
1: How do you think I the Blue know. Jays Blue Jays look good this year? Right? Eh?
2: Yeah, they should. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I mean, look at that! Look at that whole conference! Look at that division! It's absolutely absurd! It's going to be absolutely
1: stacked again. You know what, Ryu is going to be like their fourth pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be a good pitching staff. I think the Yankees are gonna fucking suck again this year. I think their pitching staff is done. Yeah,
2: I, I wouldn't surprise me. They're gonna they're gonna have that huge, totally overinflated uh, salary, and I don't think they're gonna be that good. They're I was be, so uh, they'll be all right though.
1: I was so pissed for Toronto fans though. Like a hundred fucking wins, and you don't make the playoffs, and the fucking Braves who won like eighty eight games or eighty nine years win the World Series. Yep. Now I was happy for Freddie Freeman, don't get me wrong. Right? Freddie's Canadian. I was happy for him, but um fuck everybody else. Miguel says, Patriots this year. Miguel says Kyle Van Noy, MVP of the New England Patriots. Thoughts? Nick Folk. MVP. Hands down. Hasn't missed a kick
2: for less than fifty yards since week one of last season. Do you see that statistic? Yeah, I did.
1: It's pretty crazy. Very good. No, he's been phenomenal. Um it was like, I know that he has another greatest seasons either, but like Jake Bailey had a punt yesterday and I tweeted out, like, I don't think people understand just how, how much of a fucking weapon Jake Bailey is. Like, I don't think people appreciate kicking the way we have come to appreciate kicking. Yep. Um, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that the best part is, is our appreciation for kicking came from a joke yep. that turned into, <laughs> it turned into real life for us. Right. But it's because of the joke that I discovered how fucking important punting is, you know, like and and, and just fucking phenomenal. phenomenal. It changes the whole
2: whole you know positioning of the game. You got to pin Ooh. the other
1: team. Delusional page of says I think that the offense is missing James White.
2: James White would definitely help. I mean, he had a, he started off phenomenal, like week one. I forget what his stats looked like, but he started off like he was gonna going to be going a tear. And it looked like he was going to have some good chemistry with Mac. I mean, they—they've been good at the running back position. I mean, Damian Harris, from Andre Stevenson, Brandon Bolden—all three, great job. But yeah, I—I I, would have—I would have liked to see James White all year. I think he would have had a phenomenal season.
1: McGill says we're missing Rex Burkhead.
2: Rex Burkhead, dude, he's doing it. He just signed another contract with the Texas Sexy
1: Rexy. History.
2: The guy stays around. He stays around. He's going to be one of like the oldest
1: running backs at some point pretty soon. Yeah, and then he's going to retire and go play lacrosse with uh, Chris Hogan. <laughs> Is that his plan? <laughs> okay, good for him, man. Oh, more power to him. Terry says, I really have no trust in the Patriots for this Saturday night game. Uh, team instead ready for uh, prime time. Couldn't beat the Dolphins. Damn sure aren't going to beat the Bills.
2: I disagree. I think I think they have a chance. I think they have a chance. They can't play how they've been playing. They they have to play how they played six eight weeks ago. They they don't. They, they just have. They can't turn the football over and make stupid penalties. That's it. Don't turn the ball over. Don't make stupid penalties. You'll be in the game the entire time. You'll probably win.
1: Yeah, I think I'm it's just a lot look- to ask lately, though. I'm just looking up here because, fuck, you know the group chat goes fucking crazy. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. So here's Alex Barth put this out yesterday. I McChicken mean, shared this, right? The Patriots 2021 regular season, okay? Two and four. Yep. They were minus three in turnover differential, okay? Yep. Seven and O plus 13 in turnover yep. differential. Right. One and three minus two in turnover differential.
2: Yep. Yep. That's been the name of the game all season long. That's been the difference. When they turn the ball over, they do not win. When they don't, they usually do. It's, it can really the whole season can be summed up that simply. And it seems like they come in bunches. Like whenever they turn the ball over, they don't turn it over once. They turn it over a couple times, and they go hand in hand with the penalties. We see the same thing. stupid penalties, turning the ball over, unpatriot like football. But then when they don't, when they're when they're you know strict and they're consistent and they don't make silly mistakes, they go they go on a seven and zero streak and they win seven games straight. So if they play like that Saturday night, I think they're going to beat the Bills. If they don't, then we're, we'll worry about next
1: season. So I was trying to figure out why our audience like dropped in half. I thought, are we that boring? Probably. The national championship started. Oh. <laughs> People are watching that over us. Give me a break. We only get Connor once a week now. Once a week, man. Once a week. You how, much fucking, how, watch much, how much football? fun are you having right now? How much fun are you having
2: right now? Best, best nights of my life. Monday nights. So you could come th- another three days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> just, just just wait till January of 2023.
1: You guys are mother- crazy. You motherfucker. <laughs> um, do you think that Mac Jones will show improvement in 2022? I do. I, I mean, hope so, yeah. I think, though, and, and I had this. I can't remember what night we got it. Was it you and I that were having the conversation about the ceiling? No. Maybe. Maybe. It was, no. no. I doubt Maybe, it. Maybe. I can't remember which night it was. Chevy was coming at me a little bit. I don't think that Mac Jones is going to I don't believe that Mac Jones is going to develop a new skill set by any means. Right. I think he's going to improve his current skill set.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's what we can hope. I mean he's probably going to like from a physical standpoint be what it be who he's going to be essentially, but hopefully yeah, he gets he gets better as far as you know, Reeds turning the football over less, just being smarter overall as far as, like, the NFL goes. I mean, definitely a good start. He's He had a good year overall. I mean, obviously, the past five weeks has, has been difficult. But overall, as far as a rookie goes, they were able to grind out 10 wins, which is obviously a team stat, not a QB. But he's he's had some real good games. He's made some good throws. He's looked very good at times. I mean, it's definitely something to build on. If he shows keeps improving in 2022, the Patriots are going to keep going
1: in the right direction. Uh, mcchicken says dude made me take my shirt off in the street to enter i think he just wanted to see your peck i McChicken. was I, I was just gonna say man
2: i'm a little alarmed by that i i think we might want to report this guy i i think he actually i agree with ray there i, I think he's just trying to uh are you sure he be, worked be a there? Little just... weird be a
1: little weird uh, are you sure he worked there yeah, sure... <laughs> the, the guy actually had no relation with fenway park whatsoever No. Was he dressed like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast? Or was he, like, in a... (laughs) Wasn't it all those... Do you remember that? When all those Disney fucking characters were all getting nailed? All those guys dressed up at Disneyland of, like, fucking, like, taking a picture with, like, a teenage girl and pinching their ass and in, like, the Woody costume? (laughs) I I don't. (laughs) That was a thing? I mean, now apparently it's going on in Boston at Fenway Park. Yeah, they had this whole scandal. You don't remember this? They had this whole scandal at, at Disney World that all these, like, you know, they dress up like the characters, like Mickey Mouse and shit. Yep. So then like, you know, like some like mom would go pose with Mickey Mouse and he'd like cop a feel as he was doing, uh, <laughs> as he was putting his arm around. And it's like, it's Mickey Mouse. So what do you say? you going to call it <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Right.
2: What the fuck? <laughs> I, I I think McChicken should go back and look into that. Might want to fire a police reporter. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm 100% sure that fucking guy doesn't work at Fenway Park. He just wanted yeah. to say you take your shirt off. Right. I mean, McChicken's a lineman. He's probably pretty fucking jack. Pretty solid.
2: Right. I know. People pretending to work at Fenway Park just to uh oh, man. compete, man. I think it's me. Yeah, you're frozen. Oh, boy. Anyways, it appears that Ray is completely frozen here. Not a great start. First, he gets stood up by his boss. There's me on. Now he... uh Not good.
1: Mikey. I'm not talking to you. You're not talking to me? Okay. Oh, oh, you made a kid. Mikey. What's up? There you are. Fuck. I don't know what the f- fucking Wi Fi, man. Good. Stuff. Can you hear me? Yep. So I figure Connor just left? Yeah, I think he, uh, Get tired of looking at your statue. Oh, I, I tried to fuck. I was trying to add you to the stream before I fucking cut out. I said to reset like, my fucking Wi-Fi. Fuck me. Let's get it it going. I am under the weather, man. I have had like 102 fever for the last three days. Did you get tested for the Rona? I have not gotten tested because I am assuming that I have it. So, fuck me. But luckily, other than a fever, I feel okay. Look what we're mm. dealing with here. I know, dude. I don't know if you guys can see it. It's In like case. a fucking Christmas story out there. Oh, it's brutal. Um, you're sick. I have no Wi-Fi. Good stuff. And, uh, Up to a great start. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll call it early tonight. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. (laughs) You're all legit. Later. Later.
2: Come on, let's go
0: to the blue hotel. I wanna live at the blue hotel. The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker.